Welcome to 99 Ways to Win, where women discover and enjoy their unique path to success. I'm your host, Michelle Wright. Let's get started. So I'm going to share a couple of my wins. Number one, I updated my website. So now when you go to 99waystowin.com, not only can you join the winner's circle so you're notified of all the goings on, you also can click and listen to my podcast right from the website. Go to 99waystowin.com. And that way you don't have to be on Podbean or remember the link. Just go there. You'll be able to get to me. Also, 99 Ways to Win is on Instagram. I just updated my page, so I will be posting things there. Uh, There will be some inspirational and informational posts as well as some IG lives coming in the future. So stay tuned for that and make sure that you follow me at 99 Ways to Win. So for today's topic, we have give up to get ahead. So today's topic is give up to get ahead. Usually giving up has a negative connotation. It means that you just don't want to try anymore. Something was too hard. Uh, Maybe you didn't put enough effort in or you just got discouraged. And so whatever the dream or goal or aspiration was, you now are not going to reach it because you gave up. But that doesn't always have to be the case. So let me tell you a little story. So a little background about me. Back in 2006, an unexpected event led to me becoming, going from being married with three kids to a single mother raising two kids. My husband and I separated, and so I no longer had my stepdaughter, my bonus daughter, I just had my, the two kids from our marriage who were toddlers at the time. Needless to say, this was a very big, uh, devastating financial blow and emotional blow to me. And I was just trying to figure out what to do and how I was going to make it. So I wasn't making that much money at all. But between the two of us, my husband and I, we were able to pay the bills. Now that he was out of the picture, I was struggling. One of the things that I did in that process was started listening to Dave Ramsey. And I bought the book Total Money Makeover. It really helped me a lot, even though I didn't have consumer debt anymore, because it gave me hope for overcoming what seemed like overwhelming financial circumstances and also a plan for how to develop financially and grow into a place where I could not only pay my bills, but actually have more than enough and be financially stable. So fast forward a few years, it's 2010, 2011. I have a steady job. I've relocated to I'm still following the Dave Ramsey baby steps, which means 
I need to save $1,000 for a baby emergency fund. And then three to six months of expenses. Only after that do I start investing. That's the Dave Ramsey plan. Nothing wrong with that. However, for me, I found that I never got up to that $1,000 in the bank, at least not for very long. Whenever I got my income tax, I used it to fix my car. A necessity, right? Of course it is. However, it also meant that I still didn't have that much in the bank. I only saved a little bit here and there. I never got up to that $1,000, much less three to six months of expenses. But in my mind, that's what I'm supposed to do. The CFO at my job was talking to me one day and he was like, are you putting money into the 401k here? And I was like, no, you know, I need to save up my emergency fund first, at least my $1,000 and then I'll invest. And he said, well, you really ought to reconsider that. And I was like, no, no, it'll be okay. I'm going to save up my money first and then I start investing. Well, a year went by, another year went by, I still didn't have a thousand dollars. Then one day, the owners of the company um, invited their new investment advisor to come in and talk to everybody to see if they were interested in opening an investment account. They had just switched to her and yeah, they were very happy with her and they decided to let her come in and see if anybody wanted to open up their own individual account with her company. Shout out to Carrie Bellamy of Edward Jones. So, you know, so this lady comes in and I'm like, okay, I'll talk to her, but I'm not going to do anything. But um, when I sat down with her and she talked to me about my goals and my dreams and, you know, me having two young kids they're in, uh, still in, I believe, daycare at that point. Uh, she really encouraged me to go ahead and start investing instead of trying to wait for the magical number in my savings account. Because, of course, compound interest is your friend when you start early or at least start now. And the longer you wait, the more you miss out on that compound interest. So she really made me believe that I could do something financially and I could accomplish this and it was a good move. So I went ahead and said, okay, I'll try it. And I'll start putting $40 a month in to a Roth IRA. It was a Roth IRA as opposed to a traditional IRA and that will be important later. So I go ahead and start uh, doing that. In essence, I gave up on following the plan that I originally had been trying to follow because I saw it wasn't giving me the results that I wanted. I was not hitting that target because my behavior, my habits, my discipline, my situation, whatever you want to call it, was not lining up with uh, what needed to be done to follow that plan. I just was not stacking that money up into the savings account. So. I open a Roth IRA, it's auto-drafting out of my account, it's investment money, so I'm not going to touch it. And the funny thing is I really didn't even miss it. Even though I was really on a tight budget, 
I didn't have a lot of money. I just kind of adjusted. And so little by little, my account was building up. Fast forward three, four years, my mother has um, some major health issues and I have to take off work. I went at least a month off work with no pay. That would be in addition to any time that I took off where I did have some vacation days and I used that vacation money. So needless to say, you know, I had to dig into what little money I had in my savings account. Um, my relatives helped me a little bit, but I also ended up tapping into that Roth IRA. Now it is an investment account and it's intended to be used after you're retired. So there is a penalty for withdrawing that money out. But I'd rather do that than try to go take out a loan or use a credit card. Because it's a Roth IRA, however, I did not have to pay taxes on that money when I filed my income tax. Why is that? Because the money that I put in there had already been taxed. When you have a Roth IRA, it is after tax money. So, you know, they take out the Social Security, Medicaid, all of that stuff like that out of your gross pay. And then the money that you actually get in your bank account, that money is after tax money. So the money that I would have gotten in my bank account, they went ahead and took out the $40 and then the rest of it went in my bank account. So it was post tax money. So I did pay the penalty, which is however much percent, 10, 15 percent, whatever it is. But I did not have to pay the taxes, which would have been another 10 or 15 percent. So. All that to say, I had a few thousand dollars at my disposal that I sorely needed and I used to get me by with my expenses, my rent, you know, um, different things like that. Um, and I don't think I didn't, I don't think I took all of it out. You know, I took what I needed out and I promise you, I would not have had that money available if I had stuck to just doing the savings account, because for whatever reason, I just can't keep money, can't keep too much money in the savings account. I'm better now, but back then it was like, no. So I actually got ahead. I actually built up that savings where I had like a month of savings in the investment account. Was that the traditional best ideal way? No. Was that the way that Dave Ramsey teaches? No. But you know what matters? What matters is I was able to pay my bills with money that I saved up. So I won. That was a win. So I encourage you to look at whatever you're doing in your finances, uh, in your savings, your investing, in your family life, your friendships, in your spiritual life, with your Bible study or, um, you know, your relationships with your your church family. Look at the things that you're doing. Look at the plans that you're following and see if they really are lining up. See if they really go with your habits, your psychology, your reality. If they don't line up, give them up and find something else that's going to work. As long as you are getting to the end goal and you're as long as you're doing something, as long as you're not doing anything that's wrong or that's against the word, if it achieves the goal, that's all that matters. That's my story for today. Give up to get ahead. If something's not working for you, give it up 
and find something else because at the end of the day, we all just need a win. I hope this has been helpful and I appreciate you listening. Make sure you go to 99waystowin.com and join the winner's circle so you can be notified of all the new episodes plus all of the things that will be coming soon, including Instagram posts and later some YouTube. Okay, suggested resources. Since this episode was talking about finding what works for you in your finances, I'm going to recommend a financial resource. Get Good With Money, 10 Simple Steps to Becoming Financially Whole by Tiffany Aliche, also known as the Budgetista. This lady is too funny. If you watch her on YouTube, uh, she has so much personality. She sings, she kind of dances, she makes up little rhymes, but she is so serious about financial uh, education and financial savviness. She's really uh, easy to follow. Um, easy to listen to and the things that she talks about are very helpful and she talks about this concept of financial wholeness as opposed to financial freedom and if you listen to her video she will talk about what the difference is but basically financial freedom a lot of people talk about not having to work ever again uh, and things like that and while uh, that is possible of course that does take a lot of hard work and planning and as uh, Tiffany says, that's not necessarily feasible for everybody, but financial wholeness is something everybody can achieve, meaning that they have a solid financial foundation and they don't have to worry about their financial obligations and they can have peace. So I highly recommend you check this book out. If you want to support the channel, support the podcast, go ahead and click the Amazon link and it'll take you right to the book and I will earn a small commission if you decide to purchase uh, through that link and I thank you in advance for that. Also check the Budgetista out on YouTube so you can get some free uh, financial advice. She has a series all based around this book where she actually has lessons where she goes through the concepts of each chapter in the book and she gives you homework quote unquote for you to do such as the one about building your credit. She talks about getting a credit card and just putting one recurring bill on it and paying it off every month to help build your credit. That is definitely something that Dave Ramsey would disagree with. But again, you give up what's not working in order to open up your mind and, um, you know, to benefit from things according to what your values are and your mindset are. So uh, definitely check out this book. Uh, I think it'll be very helpful to you and check out her YouTube channel. I will also put a link to that as well. Um, if you go to uh, my Instagram page, then I will be sharing this resource and also sharing her YouTube channel. And if you are a part of the winner's circle, then you'll get an email with the suggested resources as well. So make sure you join the winner's circle. What is the winner's circle? That is a community of women that want to grow and encourage others to grow in all areas of life, faith, family, friendship, fitness, and finance. So if that sounds like you, you need to join. Go to 99waystowin.com and make sure you sign up. This is 99 Ways to Win and I'm your host, Michelle Wright. Until next time, keep seeking your success.